Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Anyone who has ever run a Facebook ad, and even those who haven't, know that the introduction of iOS 14 rocked the digital advertising world when it limited Facebook's access to third-party data of its users. One of Facebook's most powerful tools, lookalike audiences, took the biggest hit, And while it wasn't the death of Facebook advertising altogether, it did mean that we had to revert back to an old school way of targeting. Actually knowing our perfect customer and using Facebook's first party data about them to create audiences. In the wake of this change, one of the first things I recommended that you do was to collect more of your own first party data, mostly through your email platform, so that you could learn more about what matters to them and figure out what audience interests to target. You can also collect zero party data. This is like first party data, but it's more active on the side of your audience. And you can listen to episode 107 for more details on that. And that's still my number one recommendation for all e-commerce businesses and something you should never stop doing. But Shopify wants to help too. And they've got a little trick up their sleeve called Shopify Audiences. Shopify Audiences claims to help you find your best next customer by finding high intent buyers, helping your paid ads perform better, and ultimately decreasing conversion costs. They're creating a shared audience network from Shopify shoppers that you can use with your Facebook and Instagram ads and more ad platforms such as TikTok are coming soon. Before we dive into the details of Shopify audiences, you should know that this feature is limited to Shopify plus customers. If you're already a Shopify plus user and you're running Facebook or Instagram ads, then I would definitely dive in. If you're not on Shopify plus and wondering if it's a reason to upgrade, I'm not sure. I think if you're already a successful business running successful Facebook ads and you've already been toying with the idea of upgrading, then sure, maybe this will be the thing that pushes you over the edge. Is it going to be the thing that revolutionizes your business? Not likely. So if it's a stretch for you to afford the additional spend of Shopify Plus and you're not in dire need of its other features, check out episode 88 where I talk more about what Shopify Plus offers and the show notes will have a timestamp marker for where I answer the question, should I upgrade to Shopify Plus? Then ultimately, I don't think that Shopify audiences are reason enough to make the jump. But do I think this is going to be a powerful way to create audiences? Uh, Yeah, because they're essentially pulling data from all of their Shopify merchants. Just to give you some reference of what that really means. Here's some statistics for you. 1.75 million merchants sell on the Shopify platform 
and 1.59 million live websites use Shopify. Over 17,000 domains currently run Shopify Plus. And no, merchants can run stores on multiple domains. So there's over 11,000 distinct merchants currently running Shopify Plus. Shopify stores run businesses in 175 different countries. Shopify powered 20% of all e-commerce websites in 2020. Shopify customers include major brands like Nestle, Pepsi, Unilever, Budweiser, as well as innovative brands like Gymshark, Hawkers, and Lisa, and celebrities like Kanye West. As of June 2019, more than 100,000 merchants were using the Shopify POS system. And in 2012, Shopify had 42,000 merchants. In 2016, it had 377,000 merchants. In 2019, it had over 1 million merchants. And in 2020, Shopify reported 1.7 million merchants. They are growing. That's a lot of data on actual shoppers, people who buy shit online and from some major brands. Sounds pretty powerful to me. And this has technically been available to select Shopify Plus merchants since late 2021. They've been testing the efficacy of this data. And the results? Increased conversion and return on ad spend. Not surprising, really. Shopify has so much data about people's shopping habits, including what type of products they buy, how much they spend, how often they shop. So let's talk about how Shopify audiences works. And this is coming directly from the Shopify announcements. Merchants simply select the product they want to sell more of. Machine learning builds an audience of high intent buyers tailored per merchant. And the audience is directly and securely exported to their ad network of choice. And then once merchants have found these new customers, accurately measuring attribution is key. Shopify audiences give merchants a unique and granular look at results through audience level measurement rather than campaign. Having a transparent attribution model is essential so that merchants can have a high degree of trust about what marketing tactics are driving conversion and deploy their spend accordingly. So let's talk more about how it actually tracks and attributes these sales. And this is also coming straight from a Shopify blog post. I'll put links to both of these articles in the show notes if you want to read more. So when you're running ads using Shopify audiences, they make it easy to understand the value they bring to your business. So to do this, Shopify uses a unique attribution model exclusively available to them to help you understand how orders are attributed to audiences. So Shopify sees the email inside of audiences as well as emails at checkout. So you can get a unique perspective to better understand the effectiveness of the ads you're running. The model is resilient to changes in user tracking regulations due to privacy laws, and they have a high confidence in its accuracy. When an order is processed, Shopify checks if the email on the order matches any customer in your Shopify audience. If so, the order will be attributed to Shopify audiences. Orders are counted while you're actively running ads using an audience. 
Shopify also counts orders received within seven days after ads have stopped running to account for people who saw your ads and decided to buy later. So essentially, Shopify is using the email to confirm that the person who placed an order is a person inside that audience. And if that is true, and within a seven-day period of you running ads, Shopify will attribute that sale to audiences. So how is this okay in a post iOS 14 world? Because the transactions that take place on Shopify websites are technically first party data to Shopify. All Shopify is doing is sharing that aggregated information with ad platforms like Facebook and Instagram. I can't really speak to all the Lego mumbo jumbo, but I'll put a link to an article that explains it more in the show notes. And you can also listen to episode 62, where I dive deeper into what changed with iOS 14 and how that affected advertisers, which should help clarify why this is okay. Additionally, the way audiences work is that they're shared with the platform, i.e. Facebook, in an encrypted format. No one can actually see the data, including the platform that is receiving it. Once customer data is sent to the platform, they do their matching and then the data is deleted and the data cannot be downloaded from the platform that you shared it with. And then you might be wondering, are there opt-out options for Shopify audiences? And the answer is yes. I'll link to Shopify's documentation on this, but here's a quick rundown. There are opportunities for both the merchant and the customer to opt out of data sharing. If you as the merchant opt out of sharing your data, then you lose the ability to utilize audiences and that makes sense. For customers, the easiest way to manage this is to use Shopify's customer privacy app. If a website visitor opts out of data sharing through the app, then they are automatically excluded from the audience data. Of course, you also need to have a privacy policy on your site that clearly outlines what data you collect, how you use it, and who you share it with, but you need that anyway. So what do you think? Like I said earlier, if you're already on Shopify Plus, it certainly can't hurt to give Shopify audiences a try. But is it worth an upgrade? That's going to depend on a lot of factors. I'm sure Shopify is limiting this to Shopify Plus as a marketing tool and an incentive to upgrade, but it's not going to be for everyone at every stage of business. If you're already established, successful and profitable, and your business can support the additional spend for Shopify Plus, then it might be worth the upgrade. But if you're hoping this is a Hail Mary or all of a sudden going to revolutionize your business, that is unlikely. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to other episodes and articles to dive deeper into what all of this means. And if you're not sure whether or not Shopify audiences are worth the Shopify Plus upgrade to you, come on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group and let's talk about it. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.